Welcome everybody to the last and final episode of the Rude Awakening podcast. Bum, bum, bum. Hi Jonathan. Hi Sandra. So this is episode 10, right? Episode 10 of season 1 and our final episode. What did we come up with? Uh, we usually think we're very clever when we come up with names, but now we think we're very, very clever. Uh, and the name of the episode is Eulogy. Like you. You Let or me. me? Is it a eulogy or a eulogy? A eulogy. Get it? Get it? <laughs> and I read the definition of the word eulogy. It's uh, it's a praise that's read um, when a person is deceased um, in, in praise of that person's uh, what? That took accomplishments. A, that took a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you're being praised. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we chose this this um, title because you know it, we've asked last week to um, send in your uh, suggestions for themes uh, that you're going through for this this episode of the podcast, and uh, it seemed very fitting that after going through a lot of uh, immense interchanges uh, that a lot of the times felt like death. Um, to round us off this this season uh, of our podcast with the very thing, sort of you're standing on the other end of it and you're looking back on your life and what is it that you want to say or even celebrate uh, instead of continue, you know, old patterns. So, so going into the new uh, with a lot of um, vision and inspiration, creativity, trust, trust, absolutely <laughs> leaning into the trust and just being like that um, kid in a candy store, um, looking out in wonderment into the world and the possibilities that lay ahead, um, but also honoring, honoring the past. And I think uh, we've set ourselves up with this beautiful format um, and that holds us accountable too. So every week we've been looking back on what's happened in the last week. And I think it'd be nice to sort of look back on um, last week's episode, Permission Granted. Um, what stuck with you, Jonathan? How, how did that um, play out during the week? Well, it, 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 it was very beautiful because, you know, initially we just granted each other permission or we used the symbolism of having an accountability partner or, or somebody who you can say that out loud to, but ultimately it's granting yourself permission and being aware of it uh, throughout the week made me realize on a lot of different occasions where, where do I still think I need to do or be something instead of just granting myself permission, including uh, having a horrible day or having a reaction to something. So the, the more I, I let myself have permission for all of it, and knowing that all of the feedback that comes back is basically because of 
a much bigger divine choice to make a big step, to make a big leap, like we said, magic or bust. I know all of the feedback, all of the no's, all of the things that my human freaks out about is about this big step. And it's actually all perfect. But granting myself permission that it's coming in, I deserve it. But I can, I also grant myself permission to freak out once in a while. And it's kind of interesting reading all of the comments that came in. That's exactly what a lot of people also are experiencing. So they're kind of on the other side, uh, granting themselves permission to be honest about where they are and and freaking out a little bit because they, they haven't been used to a career or they forgot what passion is or joy or so it's it's really interesting that the moment you you're not so harsh on yourself or let's just put it back to myself the the, the moment i grant myself permission and and i'm kind to myself uh then i can let the last bits of reaction out without sort of stumbling over it or creating something that I don't want to create anymore. How was that for you? Uh, I think as an overarching theme, it was granting myself permission to relax into the knowingness that... Um, Wait, that's I've, an option? <laughs> at least it's in my fine print. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about yours. Granting myself uh, permission to relax in the sense of I'm showing up with everything that I am, I'm um, not counter-creating, I'm not standing in my own way. I'm also not entertaining um, or engaging in any more bullshit limitations that either I come up with within myself, and those are usually the biggest ones, or that somebody else would like to impose on me. So just really being very real with myself this past these past days, and it, it had a beautiful uh, clarity to it too. The feeling of no, it's, it's I'm I'm good. I'm seeing the overall theme of it is working out. Things are working out. I am very firm and calm in my demeanor, and I keep showing up for myself. Uh, whereas in the past, I you know we talked about the freak outs and the little um, frustrations and all of that. And while all of that is true, I can still you know really be very clear in uh, I'm good. So this this feels good to round this off now. So the permission to fully relax in in the trust that it's all fine and that you don't have to struggle or work for it. Yeah, and and it's one thing to have that as a bathroom tile, like we sometimes say, um, and to really believe it and to feel it, and that's sometimes you know the the knowingness um, precedes the the actual insight and the the integration of it the really feeling it and and now i go well i am here and it's a new phase it's coming so how how do we want to start into it and feeling the the feedbacks uh, feeling into the the lovely um, mails and messages that we've received and the comments um it seems we're touching on nerves that are like a like a red thread fried to begin with <laughs> the nerves are fried to begin with yeah but it seems that a lot of you guys a lot of you uh, listeners are going through similar things and um i've pre prepared a little list uh, of the feedback that we've received and should we just go through yeah yeah through, through the first one uh and i love that name by itself joy 
Joy wrote to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Joy it's herself writing to us. She was suggesting uh, the topic, it comes to you. And I'd, I'd love to read her mail because I thought it was so, it, yeah. so funny. Um, for the next and last episode of the first series of the podcast, I was thinking about it comes to you. Really? Can we sit on the couch and wait until something, a sack of gold maybe, rings the bell of our front door? I don't think so. I think we have to keep the energies moving. But who has to keep the energies moving? The human or the divine? Or passion? But if passion for life is dormant, what to do? Wait until it comes to you? <laughs> this is what keeps my mind busy these days. Thank you, Joy. Yeah, thank you so much. And it is so relatable. I mean, literally the stuff that we've been going through uh, through these podcasts and with each other. Uh, this is... You know, I think we're both people that, that, you know, can't sit still very well or want to sit still. So I don't want to bench. I want, I want to do something with my expression. But then the waiting for it to ring your doorbell or why isn't that person calling or why, you know, I deserve all of this. Why is it not, not, not materializing? And then I think on, on top of it all, uh, and we found a very strong passion in, in, in our film and we found a new passion in in uh, you know the next um thing that, that we want to be doing but there was a long time where i didn't have any passion and it was was kind of burned out and after the film i couldn't actually really see the film anymore so it's it's and that felt very sort of scary like okay i'm waiting for something it's not coming i don't have any passion uh, i can't hardly get out of bed in the morning so shit you know who is creating and 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 am i missing something and, and i think we talked about it in, in previous episodes where even the human needs to take some kind of action to at least get the energy moving ultimately to allow yourself to get out of the way of the divine plan do something do something you can do even if it's just getting out of bed or drinking a coffee in the sun, like the minor things that make you happy, have your favorite meal, have a walk. Um, but I couldn't control or force it for the life of me. And that was really frustrating because I just came out of it when I came out of it. And then it was easy. Oh, shit, there's a passion. I need to take a step. Oh, and I take another step. But until that time, it was very, um, very hard to, to trust the process. I think we've talked about... Um the journey of awakening being a default one, right? Things unravel as soon as you've made that most of the time unconscious choice that it's time to wake up. Right. Um, and then, you know, things start shifting and changing and the divine starts working with the human part and the human starts working with the divine part. But in the beginning, they're very separate or they feel very separate. So the human going through the separate experience feels very devastated because the old stuff isn't working anymore while behind the veil divinity is already preparing all of the the beautiful soup um ingredients everything that's needed for the full experience to be had but it takes a while for before it becomes visible in the human's experience so I think those are the times that are the most frustrating when you when you don't feel a passion, when you don't feel the impulses, when you don't have those realizations that it's looking up in, in the overall picture. 
because you're very limited in your perception. But then I think um, coming to the question of joy, you know, like somehow, you know, yeah, it comes to you, but you also have to keep the energies moving. But what part of you and how does that work? For me now, the position that I'm in and that I feel we share and a lot of our listeners um, give us the feedback as well, that we have to be uh, the recipients, but also the signal sender of, hey, I am ready. I am ready to move forward. I, I have said yes to this. So I have to keep the energies moving and my ability to stay open and to take the steps that are inspired. And even like you said, if that's just getting up in the morning and then see that situations, people, connections, um, opportunities are pretty much really just coming to us. So it just comes to you. That's pretty yeah. much true. But you need to be awake. You can't stay in bed with your eyes closed and then think, you know, that you can receive those things. So the divine is finally coming into this human realm, I feel, to play, to bring the soup ingredients and to cook it together with the human. So both have the responsibility, the divine and the human, to, you know, cook but the soup together. But there's still a delay. And I think that yeah. that's 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 what sends the human into sometimes you know panic or despair, is that there is a delay, uh, which is then prolonged by fighting against, uh, you know, the old games that we play. Of you see, it isn't here, and I, I I prayed for it, or I deserve it, or you know the entitlement that we sometimes also speak of. While if I get on the, out, of, out, out of bed in the morning and I say yes to everything, including the moods, including the depression, including the, the wildly un, unstructured and unhelpful thoughts that I still have from the games I play because, you know, the human is panicking. And I allow them all of, all of them through in, in my own way, then, then they sort of make room for, for almost like a more universal yes to say okay i've called in a big change i am willing to look at everything i'm not going to tell you that i like to look at everything i'm not going to sit here and say oh there's so much fun looking at my darkest secrets no it sucks very very badly but i'm have my eyes on the prize of i want big shifts and i want to live in magic so anything that comes back and we talked about this is feedback this is this is the good the bad and the ugly this is all the games that you play the entitlement the the loss the frustration the more i say yes to i know what the big choice was and all of this parade all of this this frustration which is very very real comes by one more time twice three times maybe as long as it's have to as long as I know, hey, it's feedback of the bigger choice. It's actually the no's that make room for the yes. Then it's not so hard actually dealing with that and dealing with the frustration and, and going through. Because when I think we've seen this constantly the last month, we said yes to everything, moved through. And it was what normally took weeks, months or years. It's like... You know, I can't even sustain depression or, or a story or a game more than 12 hours nowadays. Well, because... Is it nice 12 hours? No, it sucks. Or is it... Is it? But 
we, we come out of it the other end because I'm, I know that if I'm willing to go through, I make room for this other divine choice and, and I feel it coming in. And that's the not putting any details onto it, like, you know, like putting the donkey tails on everything and then getting distracted and really just resisting stuff that comes in because I think that's not how it should look like. I think that that's the broad, you know, keeping keeping it open, having no agenda, having no expectations or assumptions, but just overall being ready and eager for more. So yeah. knowing I've ordered it, it's on its way, you know, like just like the just like the Amazon parcel won't um, immediately stand in front of my door as soon as I've pressed um, order. It's going to take a while, but it is on the way. So for me, that knowingness made me so okay with everything that fell away. And it's been a lot over the last four weeks. Um, people, um, connections where I felt very positive and that I still had a little bit of an attachment to as soon as I felt okay this is really not compatible I come back to my overall biggest um, affirmation respect incompatibility so whatever is not compatible with my bigger choice of wanting to live in the magic of me wanting to receive and ultimately, it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel expansive. Well, I can, I can, I can distract myself with it, and I can have a little fun time uh, playing the stubborn little Sandra. You know that that usually works for five minutes now, but it doesn't make me happy. So it's the short term um, joy or well being, or versus the long term um, overall absolute clarity of this is. I'm not settling for anything less. So there is, I think, an extra ingredient ingredient besides knowingness, which I think we all have, is done being done with it. Remember the discussion we had a month ago about value? Uh, there was a very big point where we both looked at each other and like, enough of this shit. Enough with, uh, you know, we made a movie, we're sitting on this, this mountain of potentials and ideas that we want to do the rest of our lives. And we're going like me 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 me. People are not helping us. So so let's let's deconstruct this. And we had each other as a, as a guide, but ultimately it was being absolutely fed up with it. Uh, it's like I I chose you know magic or bust, big steps or nothing. I'm not going to do the small stuff. But and knowing that and and sort of proclaiming that with. And sometimes by slamming my fist on the table, like I'm done with this shit. So there's a little bit of frustration and anger that actually helps the movement. I think it's like a catalyst. It's like yeah. it catapults you into into that clarity. Yeah, the same as proclaiming I'm worthy. The same as proclaiming I'm realized. I'm there. I don't have anything to learn. But the moment I constantly keep questioning it, so there is a moment where you say, "Human, I love you," but shut the fuck up. You're there. Now go attract it instead of hunt everything down because then you're creating another linear path, another linear journey where there shouldn't be none. So there's a little bit of, there's the knowingness, I've chosen this, and there is a little bit of anger to put things in motions. And after that initial choice, it's just small little guesses. It's it's small little steps uh, saying a yes or or when, when, when there's a no or a maybe, it's like, okay, what is this actually saying? It's not really a no. It's saying that all is coming by one more time, basically thanking you for not being compatible. Yeah. 
So the yes is coming in because all of the no's are a bit like like you know rats out of a sinking sinking ship. They're just scrambling everywhere, and of course you first see the rats before you know you know what's really going on outside. Uh, and I think it's the opposite. I think it's not sinking. I think the old life, like and, and hence the term eulogy. Uh, we 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 really we really now get to write like looking back at at the old human life and old human games and going okay that's done the learning is done the 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 games are done um and the stories too i feel you know the the less i hold on to details of the narrative that's in my head that's playing you know the identity of sandra that's limited because you know she's german or that you know that's that's just not free enough to have a certain expression or whatever or... the fuck your star sign is yeah exactly <laughs> so all of those and and you know why i can't do things because i didn't have the right education or my parents didn't love me enough or you know me 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 so the all of the me 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 me's the stories that used to validate my limitation are now gone like i really don't feel attached to them anymore the same same way i'm not feeling attached to anything of the stuff that's in my attic that i haven't used in the past years so you can just go through it and just go declutter the shit and just be left with the core essentials of and it's very simple truths you know this is who i am this is what i want to experience and this is my broad choice now i'm going to move on from that old life and i'm going to take the joy of discovery into the next step. And I feel that that's oftentimes also what a lot of people, as they are getting deeper into their life experiences, they lose, they lose the joy of discovery and the laughter and the lightheartedness, you know, the amount of times I have to remind myself to just lighten the fuck up. Yeah. You know, when you wake up, like I said in the past episode, um, you wake up in the morning and you just go, and now I just laugh it away. Whether I feel like it or I don't, I can have tears in my eyes and I can just go. But it's the same kind of like putting your fist on the table. Like, yeah. no, you know, I, no I, more. If, I, if I entertain this for, for, for all of five seconds, I'm, I'm down the rabbit hole again. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck you. Well, you know where that one goes. I am, I'm forcing this day to be fun. <laughs> and if not, then, then still. Yeah. And it, it does work. It does work because there really is a lot to be very, very positive about. Yeah. And, and I, I really do understand. Um, a lot of the reactions that we read and hear from listeners that they've been on the spiritual journey so long that they forgot how to how to human how to yeah. how to be joyful how to uh what is their purpose what is their passion um and i must be really honest if i didn't have such a strong passion um it would have been really hard for me as well at the moment because i'm like okay at least i have that to hold on to uh but ultimately, I have to take all of the ideas or the agenda around that passion also off because none of them really are true anymore or uh, would, would, would able to describe what real magic is coming. And I can feel that what's coming is nothing like I have in my mind, just that I have a passion for storytelling about this journey. And everything around that will, will evolve. But that's my only thing I know. I know I like good food and I, I know I like nature and, and seeing things in the world. That kind of narrows it down and, and interacting with people talking about this journey uh, and film. So basically that's storytelling. That's kind of my whole passion resume. So so 
it it will evolve around something like that and i have a pretty strong human idea what that should look like but ultimately i'm opening up to surprising surprising me in the most wonderful ways but yet every day i do something about it i get out of bed i i read an article um I make sure I make a nice meal for myself. I sure I'm sure I watch something that's inspirational. Um, I do something every day towards the new company and the new idea that that Sandra and I are having. Uh, just just feed the beast, you know. And I'm not saying it's going that way, but who knows? And yet holding it lightly, yeah. And then holding it lightly, uh, so that the feedback could could come in and and completely surprise you. But but I hold it lightly. I don't put a lot of details on it and i know that's what's coming in is is uncomparable to what my mind can think of uh so it's i'm 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 starting to work with the divine and the mind in a, in a slightly more balanced way because the mind knows this and i think for me you know now we're doing a podcast basically we are recording <sighs> ourselves that we can listen back then the whole world can listen back to any of those recordings and 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 either relate to it or not relate to it and i think like we're we're fine either way like this is really meant for people that are on this journey i totally also get that some people might not even know what the fuck we're talking about because it's all very vague right it's all very like what is it magic and divine or whatever but if you know you know and if you feel it you feel it and I can't dumb this down. No, nor will we <laughs> will ever. Nor will we ever, exactly. So keep evolving, keep keep um keep the overall broad strokes of um And and I think I think that's really in- interesting that so you can't dumb this down, you just said, but we can also we can't fill it in for other people. So that's why we talk about ourselves a lot. Um we have each other as a as a accountability partner, but Ultimately, we can't. Your, our formula is not the formula that's f- f- for somebody's listening. They can just they can just hear through our stories what we're going through, and that they're not, you know, at least that they're not the only ones going through it or crazy. And that there's other people, but ultimately, there's only your truth, your way. And um, we talked about it this morning. Like, I need to go through all the gates that I need to go through in order to let it go. Yeah. And one time that might be. 50 as opposed to you doing one and and the other time it might be 50 for you and it one for one for me and the other time it might be just one singular movement for both of us it, that, i can't tell and that's the relaxation in in yeah you know you make a choice to let it all go and to go through it you know one last time or to to let it go one more time because you've chosen for the big step and the big change um so don't be surprised it shows up and it, it highlights how busy we were with spirituality, how busy we were mm. keeping ourselves occupied in, in, you know, other realms, if you will, or, you know, on a completely different spiritual plane. Now being, you know, confused on the finish line and, and like, oh, shit, so now I have to be human and assume and trust that the divine is there helping me. But I've never done that. I've never, I, you know, what the hell do I do? Uh, how do I earn my money? Uh, how do I find joy in this life? So I really, really do get it. Um, and I experience it too. As I, you know, I, I wish I was on this podcast, like, oh my God, 
you know, there's 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 sparks flying out of my ass at every second, and follow me, and everything will be will be okay. But literally, I'm I'm writing the script as I go. You're writing the script as you go. I think we all do. Yeah, and the relatability of uh, seeing a bigger picture and also what the world is going through. I think that's that's why sharing is so important. That you see, this is not an isolated experience that I'm having that I'm taking very personally. I think we can also, you know, like say we've taken over a lot of the world's heaviness in order to bring our own light into it and to process yeah. it and to maybe work through it and, and now coming to a place of, oh, oh, wait a second, there is a intelligence working through all of this and I don't need to control it. Because the more I'm trying to... Um, influence what ingredients go into the soup um, and how they're supposed to be cooked and how they're grown and the more I will get distracted from the overall picture which is you are here to experience a sensual life being alive in this body at so, this time yeah so I've tried all of my life to you know get a connection to my divine part and to 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 meditate and to float and levitate <laughs> only to now come to a, a point where i go fuck it's really always just been about fully being present here <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> that's you know again one of those counterintuitive uh, cosmic jokes yeah um, and that bring up a lot of fear now, you know, now that I'm I'm being becoming visible, now that I'm putting myself out there and that, you know, I'm not I'm not pretending to have the um the full recipe, the safety mechanisms have to go. Because yeah. they're not keeping me safe anymore. And you don't need the recipe. I think that's the biggest mind fuck for me is that that because I was always very mental and very calculating or very, you know, thinking twelve steps ahead. Um, usually out of fear or out of like feeling vulnerable or oh they're, they're going to get me. And actually the best thing is to let go. And, and when I do trust to let go uh, and lower the bridge to the fortress and, and throw all the doors open, it feels, it still feels like now I'm really vulnerable. Now I'm visible, I'm vulnerable. Uh, people can get me, people can ridicule me and they don't. And even if that did, it's like, but all the energy that you gain by opening up, so that vulnerable person that I always tried to hide and subsequently always took over a lot of energies around me, uh, when it has the doors open and when it's vulnerable, it expends no energy. It's just completely like, it, it takes a lot of trust and bravery to do that initially, but it, it costs me no energy. While keeping the fortress nice and tight and yeah. keeping all the cannons loaded, it cost me a tremendous, yeah. like 80, 90%. I was always tired. So I'd rather have complete trust and openness and, and letting all those, those, those walls go and still have the occasional, oh, oh God, it's a no, or somebody judges me, or, and have that sting for a little bit, knowing, wait a minute, I, this, this is 1% of the 99% that's free. And that, that really brings me to um, what Deborah wrote. Deborah said, you know, what do you do with the safety mechanisms um, around fear? So allowing yourself to sense without fear. Yeah. Exactly what you just said. 
at some point you have to take the whole um, theoretical concept out of the busy mind and apply it into life because it's never as scary as the mind likes to make it. So there's a lot of fear around, you know, oh, I've put myself into a safety mechanism by hiding from the world, from mass consciousness to to not get hurt because I'm I'm feeling everything. I'm very sensitive. I'm oversensitive, so I'm shutting myself off a little bit. Which works for a while and I recommend it for everybody that is overstimulated and for everybody that needs to sort of rearrange their or recalibrate their senses. But at some point you have to go back into life because you, if again, if you don't apply yourself into life, you will never really see the magic that is already waiting for you. And you've shared something beautiful this morning, Jonathan, that you went to um, have a conversation with an old um, company colleague and um, while that was very loaded in the past like oh but I know what they're like and I know you know that it's not safe or whatever now you bring yourself into a situation that's perceivingly old and how was that for you it was spectacular it was it was and I, I wasn't I was very aware that these were old thoughts and this was this was a long time ago and I've really also taken home in the meantime what my part, because it always takes two to tango. It's not, there's never the dynamic of, oh, those are, those are crazy. And if they are, you can just walk away and, and, you know, don't fuss about it. But staying in the situation and then complain, there's always, there's always a dynamic, uh, unless you step out of it that you're part of. And um, it was lovely. It was just absolutely lovely. And I can bring my light and my, my humor and my creativity into it. Um, and really see see them as doing the same, you know, for them being creative and and inspired and fun is like, oh wow, this is this this sounds like fun. This doesn't feel like work. This sounds like fun, and really enjoy and and embrace their expertise and and and, and, and you know lifelong passions in in that respect. So it's completely different, and and, so- and it's, it was funny to see it because. It, it was like seven years ago, so you have this this sort of mom, moment set in time that you can then relate to. Hey, I'm putting myself back out there, and I'm not playing the victim game or the blame game or the projecting outward. Oh my god, what was done to me? Game anymore? And it's like, oh, and therefore you're not, you know. So so the resonance or the the natural. Um energy flow now that you bring your full spectrum can meet the full spectrum and that's either a hell yes or it's a hell no right so it's also um when there's no compatibility you will know in the moment without even needing to uh to be exposed or you know like horribly disappointed or whatever all of those fears just happen in the mind because you know you're not the same person anymore you can't apply the same thing Exactly, and I, and I think what what we said in the previous podcast, I, I do, I did walk into that meeting, feeling if it's incompatible or if it's something that they ask that I can't deliver or, or don't want to deliver, or I feel it's 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 off. I was also very happy to say no because it things even work has to be fun for me, and that's a promise I gave to myself. Yes, I'm going to experience magic, and. I'm happy. I'm a, I'm a film director. So I, you're not going to negotiate where you're going to experience magic. So I can only experience no, magic I can do it, in my spare time. I can do it anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I love my old industry. I really do. Uh, so, But I'm, I'm not going to flog a dead horse or 
do it just for the money or do it because, you know, it, it puts my mind off things. So I was also willing to walk away from it if it isn't compatible. And, and that's how it works. So I think, you know, letting your guard down and and stepping into back into life, uh, into into then life can surprise you back with different feedback. Yeah. The moment I keep it in theory or, yeah. or stay sitting on the couch, my mind always goes to the past, always goes to the old archive of why it was dangerous. And it doesn't even remember it properly because it's always instilled by trauma or something that I really wanted. So it's, it's never sort of neutral. So the way the mind will, will always regurgitate the same old shit, trying to save you, it's really sweet of the mind. But you can only get yourself new reference by just trying one more time or trying again. Same with relationships, same with work. Hey, I, I could write a book about dating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, also, also about, which is a big theme for me recently, is speaking your truth. And sp again, speaking my truth was always dangerous in the past. I was like my head chopped off by, by everybody. But also because of my inclination or because of my character, I was also an easy target for that. So there is a dynamic that went back yeah. and forth until I really learned to speak my truth until not so recently or until recently. Speaking my truth without expecting other people to agree or a certain yeah. outcome. I say it once. If people don't agree, great, fine. So you don't place it outside of yourself. No, and then if they do agree, that's great. But I'm, I'm also not gonna, you know, try to convince them. And if it's not compatible, I'm, I'm gonna walk away or say I don't like this communication and then walk away. But I'm not gonna sit there. You don't hear me. You listen to me, and it's been fantastic. I wish I, you know, done this when I was 18. But of course, this was my new reference, and now the new references come in because I don't take no for an answer. In the, in the sense of I don't take the old experience because it, 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 it isn't here anymore. But I only found it out by slamming my fist on the table saying, I not I want to experience something different. I am going to experience something different. And this is what. But you, do not, you don't demand it from the outside. You demand it from yourself. And I think that's the huge difference. Like for me, that really is a switch that is flipped. I'm now bringing my full self into new situations that sometimes are dressed like an old situation but it can't be the same result because you're not the same um and and because it doesn't depend on the other and that's the the mind fuck because you think surely i'm here as a human being i'm here for the human interaction so that always involves other people and i can only know myself through the experience with other people and still I can be free of the choices that other people make for themselves. But unless you go out there and take yourself with you and just try it out and just say yes to what life offers, you won't know because the mind will only come up with old shit. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's also the part where um, in theory, now that, you know, it's all there, how do you live joyfully? Mary was asking, um, well, now I'm ready for joyful living and loving life, but how do you do that? Retrain yourself, reparent yourself and know that it's now safe to be, because that's a vulnerable thing to, to say, I'm open, I'm joyful, I'm loving life. I might make a fool of myself. Yeah. But it's the same thing. So it doesn't matter whether you're fearful 
or whether you really want to express your joy, you are making yourself vulnerable in the old protection sense. And you're also making yourself vulnerable in a world that might not understand, that might not see or hear you, that not, might, might not agree with you, that might be depressed AF, you know, while, while you're spreading your joy. And then it's the same thing we talked about agendas is do it anyway because it gives you being joyful gives you joy and that should be the end of it uh which is easy to say but when i'm in a not joyful situation you know it's very hard for me to smile or be happy so it is it is like you say retraining the mind or retraining to put yourself in situations where i am joyful and i have I have a joyful disposition i see things i see the world is doing great even though other people see that the world is on fire, right? So it's no matter what, no matter what feedback, no matter what agenda, no matter what past, I choose something, I do it. And I do feel sometimes you need smaller steps and sometimes you, you slam your fist yeah. and you can take a big step. It kind of depends on what you believe because ultimately your human has to okay it. So if yeah, your human doesn't get absolutely. out of the way, the human will slowly you know, poison the pond. So there is a limit to, to how much you can say, oh yeah, but I'm joyful. And, and meanwhile, my, my life's going uh, off the cliff, you know? So, so, so there is a, so, so what do I need? And, and it's funny, we were watching a program a lot, uh, uh, Queer Eye, and it's, it's very interesting how when they talk to people, when they help people very holistically, so with their, their mindset, their, their interior, their food, preparations uh, and their beauty regimes um one thing just comes back constantly and it is you only you have to you, you can only you only have to take a very very small step uh you know like prepare your favorite meal or go outside when you're overwhelmed go walk in nature or 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 you know play that music and dance around the living room. Just one thing a day that makes you happy. And if you get a routine in that, do two things a day. And and a lot of people in the in, in the shows, and it was a great example for, for our own journey as well, they don't even know how to do one thing. No. Uh, buy a bunch of flowers for their living room. Uh, make sure it's light, it's cleaned, uh, it smells nice, it's a, there's a home-cooked meal. Um. So it's a very good reminder also for us who, because of our spiritual journey, ha have a lot of um, reference and a lot of experience with growing and, and, and listening to our intuition and, and what we, we're good for. But I feel also of, uh, for us, it's the same. There's a lot of us that forgot the, how to take care of yourself the, on the most basic level. Yeah. Sit in the sun with a coffee. I mean, this is morning. Yeah, I woke up slightly off and I felt, oh, geez, you know. It's like, well, take your ass to the cafe across your street and go sit in the sun and have a coffee. It's the first thing you do before you do anything else. And after 10 minutes, I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And then I had tons of ideas for the rest of the day. I wrote some emails. But it was so easy for me to say, well, I have tons of work to do. I don't have time to sit on the, you know, yeah. while sitting you know, for the human, it seems like um, he's not doing anything. 
you know, you, you should, you know, you're running out of money. You should absolutely be working your ass off, being clever. It is very counterintuitive, and there's this, there's this one. Um, I think it's like a Buddhist saying: meditate ten minutes every day, and then if you don't have time, meditate twenty. <laughs> it is very counterintuitive, um, but the comfort zone for me is has such a magnetism and it is so difficult to get out of my own sluggish way of actually not really wanting change yeah. but then complaining that you know I'm not comfortable in my comfort zone so also what I love about the show that you know queer eye um it just puts people it no it doesn't invite them but it puts people into a different space yeah Here's some change. Try it out. If it's not for you, you can always come back to your to your thing that do, that didn't work in the first place. But you need to try something else. And I think a lot of spiritual uh, and they're non. And I think why it works so well with that show is they're non-threatening. They're very non-threatening, but they go very deep with the subject. Loving, matter. loving, and kind. Yeah, like you would speak to your puppy, and like you would speak to a child. Reparent yourself. Be kind to yourself, but push yourself into a place that you know won't yield the same result as you've already had over the past decade or whatever. So really saying, I know that I need to put myself into a different position. And if I'm wanting to laugh more, if I want to be more joyful, I can't go and meet the same people that make me miserable. <laughs> yes. So how about I take myself into a laughter yoga class? where nobody knows me, I can introduce a part of my, a version of myself that nobody has a clue if that's true or not. I can make it up. I can yeah. embellish it. And I can see what possibilities are out there if I'm just willing to leave that... Play with the, it. The, 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 the magnetism of my own, you know, oh, I can't. And I think it's a really, really great tip because it, it is... It is even for me, uh, the 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 better the better the devil you know. It still is the same way that even even today and yesterday dealing with 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 some issues, I gravitate towards old solutions, uh, old solutions that are defense based, defense mechanism based, and then I you know luckily I have you to sort of like shed some light on that. I'm like oh shit I do that do don't Put I? Some light on it. <laughs> Shit on it, and then shed some light on it. Um, no, it's 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 funny. So so, I made this big choice for for big change, which I'm open to for anything. Different house, different country, for all I care, right? Because uh, everything I'm planning to do around my passion, I can do from anywhere, really. Uh, but it's scary. I don't want to move. I don't want to step. You know, especially now that it, that it feels very uncertain and insecure uh move house change jobs uh, are you fucking kidding me well that's what you asked for you 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 want to experience magic you know you're ready so you, everybody you, wants change but nobody wants to change yeah no yeah like like andrew says in, in rude awakening you know everybody wants change and the change is coming he's like i don't want that change yeah. <laughs> i don't want the change you, you have to work for and in, in our case working is basically just taking a deep breath going through whatever knows or whatever feedback of the old of you, it's not other people, you have to go through, and then going, right, that sucked, 
but that 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 passed through one more time and i'm gonna I'm, i know what i chose so bring it on so it does take a lot of patience a lot of bravery a lot of trust uh but ultimately it's inevitable and i think everybody is listening no matter how dark it gets you, we do know that on some level and that makes it maybe even more frustrating that it isn't here yet or it isn't it isn't manifesting but we all kind of know that like ugh, I, I can postpone i can go another round maybe 10 rounds i need this and this and this to feel safe i need this in this situation to manifest before i can fill in the dots no i think the, the being so kind to yourself to take the steps and increments that are doable for you so and that could be different so you say the small changes that are continuous. I think that usually works really well for me to have to implement something small every day. And then sometimes you just feel like, okay, now it's time for one big move, for yeah. one big step, putting yeah. myself out there again. You know, if you if you if you're lonely and you just feel you need some company, go on a coffee date with somebody. That doesn't have to be a romantic thing. It could also be, you know, just just go out, meet new people. I think in order to really understand who we are now, after having gone through such an internal shift on the journey of self-discovery, you have to look into a fresh mirror. And there are so many ways now to connect to communities, um, to groups, or even just to individuals, to people that are also very lonely, especially after COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody has has is dealing with that in in one form or another. So can we? And that's what I find. The more, the more raw and vulnerable I appear, and the more I say, "Ooh, I'm really nervous now. Ooh, I have no clue how this works. Uh, I'm I'm nervous. I'm scared. Whatever." The more it allows the other to say, "Oh, I feel you. I have the same." Also, be vulnerable, and then you laugh about it, you, or you cry together. You know what I mean? It is. And and, and worst case scenario, you go out and you meet somebody, and you're vulnerable, and the other can't. A, it's not a judgment on you, and B, okay, so that means that other person can't. I feel I need somebody who can be vulnerable too. So that's not my person. That person isn't wrong. You're not wrong or stupid for being vulnerable. You know almost instantaneously oh that's not the energy i need at the moment so without saying oh that other people is, is stupid or i made a mistake you go oh try somebody else yeah and then feeling ah oh, does that person give me energy uh, can i be vulnerable does it feel expansive am i having fun it's usually it's very very big movements it's not it's not small details or yeah we, we agree on on certain types of politics it's more it's more like you know I don't know what we talked about, but we, we laughed our ass off and I spit my coffee out because I was laughing so much. Yeah, and well, that's kind of it. You know, take yourself into a lighthearted situation. We went and played mini golf um, on Monday and that was so much fun. Yeah. You know, that I can choose whether I want to have a political debate. <laughs> or just play stupid mini golf. Yeah. And I, you know, I think really knowing what nourishes me now and what do I need to 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 feel you know to feel safe again to to have that muscle trained and to know there's fun out there and we all i think we all also know what what this what the areas are like like some people really like like to work with their hands like either making art or paintings or 
sculpture or having a big chunk of clay. Uh, you know, some people like to be nature. Uh, there's tons of groups out there that do group walks, you know, that, that do nature walks. Uh, uh, they're everywhere. Um, you meet a bunch of people and you're in nature. So what, you know, what can go wrong? Yeah. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et some some people like to go to 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 ballet or to a comedy show or so there there is cooking courses. Cooking courses is a great way to meet new people because if somebody likes cooking, yeah. that is a certain type of person. There's wine an eye for detail, wine tasting, get shit faced, drunk, and have a ball. You know, uh, we should for, offer these for thirty things. bucks. We should offer these things, Jonathan. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Yeah, so, so so and and it's 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 great that we're talking about this because it's a great reminder for me instead of you know uh, worrying about it like oh my god I'm not fast enough and then getting disillusioned and watching stupid shit on the television and then getting more disillusioned because I I just didn't do something that was nourishing to me do these kind of things more yeah. I go um, I tried a dish the other day that I had never made I fucked it up horribly but it was kind of the fun of just cooking, just cooking for hours by myself, for myself. And and now knowing that I'll never make it the same way again. And <laughs> next time, I'll, so, so it was, that was doing something with my hands. It was sensual. I had a glass of wine while doing it. It, it doesn't, and it doesn't need to be super meaningful. And I think especially, no, I this, especially this journey of um, has been so meaningful, right? That we sometimes think like, oh, no, you know, this needs to be since... I'm sort of at the end of this journey. I can feel, you know, like the, the, the biggest shifts have happened. So now I need to replace it with something else that's super deep and meaningful and almost heavy. No. Can you allow yourself to be in the joy of discovery, childlike wonderment, um, and surround yourself with people that are too. And we, none of us, have an excuse why we can't. Because it's at our fingertips. Everybody now has a smartphone. Everybody now has a computer. Yeah. Everybody now has access to everything worldwide. Every community you can dream There are of. no more excuses. Unless the excuse is, but I like to sit in my own crap. Yeah. And that could be valid too for a while. I did that for a while. It sucked balls, but I needed to do that for a while and be so done with it. You have to sweat it out. Yeah. Yeah. But stop picking up the same pile of shit and then complain that your hands are smelly. Should be a t-shirt, <laughs> right? So how does the eulogy part come in? The eulogy. Well, if 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 I had to write my own eulogy, my melody, <laughs> um, what would I say about myself? Because it also depends on, you know, is that somebody else's job to talk about the essence of my life? Or do I want to look back and actually chuckle about all of the parts and pieces that I uh, got my panties in a bundle for, you know? <laughs> um, I think my eulogy part would be to say um, she tried, she failed, rinse, repeat. <laughs> And she came out the other end. And looking back, um, when I was still in the experience, um, in the old experience, I used to think that I'd be able to maybe at the very end of my life, like, you know, when I'm when I'm old and wrinkly and can't walk anymore kind of thing, look back and go like, oh, you know, I can now see the bigger themes. But actually now, I'm 48 now, and I'm in a place of absolute excitement. I didn't think it would come that quickly. 
even though it's been a long and arduous journey, I can now still say that choice of making um, making it a point to say no more. Yeah. I'm done with it. Now let's move into magic. What what better thing could there be? No, and I, and I think I think it is. Pre I mean, I was always mega impatient on this journey, but it is really quick. Because I'm I'm in the best state of mind that I I, I was in my I am I am I was ever. So how about you know just al already planning the eulogy ahead, <laughs> and not have anybody speak that knew you, but actually hiring a free speaker <laughs> and just giving. So him everybody is listening. You're gonna arrange your funeral. Yeah, giving him random um, stories. You know, <laughs> writing a great narrative script um, that have have him read that out loud. That would be so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a sketch. Like Does a it video. matter if it's true or not, you know? No, no, it doesn't. And, and I feel for me, the eulogy would be like, you know, I worked really fucking hard, like really fucking hard on my realization and getting to a certain spiritual point that I deemed, well, you know, then, then everything is going to be fine. Only to abandon it right for the end, slide back down the mountain, let go of the carrot, give up completely. Kind of thinking, okay, that that's it. I'm gonna die. Uh, you know, this is this is all for nothing. Uh, to figure out on the bottom of the mountain, going like, oh shit, you don't have to work at it. Uh, and and it's actually just literally allowing. It's literally letting it's go. It's a natural process. And and true magic cannot come in when i'm working hard at it which is the biggest <laughs> irony ever and now it's finally starting to to sink in so it's 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 almost looking lovingly at my own you know human uh understanding every move he made out of fear out of out of out of also feeling the passion the joy of this of i knew it was this lifetime where i would yeah. figure this out so that passion and joy is still there that kid that is very excited about what comes next but there's no more there's no more judgment or almost like a um, shame or guilt the grown-up in me isn't standing next to the kids constantly saying yeah but that castle isn't real yeah but it's just cardboard yeah that that, that wouldn't happen oh get get your you know get, don't get your hopes up that's not real now the kids can just make up anything and it's true for all i i know so it's really in a way the, the death of the old self uh, but not really, because the old the old is still there. It's just it's just it's working with the divine, um, and it's getting out of that way, and it's it's letting the child basically run the show, because the, the, the child knows what magic is still, and the grown up doesn't. Yeah, it's the metamorphosis. And it's still happening, so I'm I'm not out of it. I'm writing the script. I think we both are writing the script as we as we're going along, and we will keep you updated on, on where that script is going. Um. But I know enough, I, I feel enough clarity and wisdom and, and knowingness that this is the right way. The choice that I made, uh, magic is here. And, and now it's just a question of getting out of, continuously getting out of the way and saying yes to everything that can help that process be more fluid, in joy and in, in, in light, agendaless, um, you know, daily practice. Yeah. Yeah, we do hope that um, 
your reflections keep coming in as a feedback. Um, it gives us a lot of joy reading them and also gives us a lot of reflection on what it is that you like us uh, to talk about. And as we continue into the next season, um, there will be some changes. Um, uh-oh. Yeah, don't we? We, we, we like change, don't we? No, we don't. But uh, <laughs> we know it's inevitable for growth. So um, let's keep growing. Let's keep growing with each other. And, and I hope that this podcast itself is growing into a medium that, you know, will speak to a lot of people. And that's why we chose to also make it available for free. You know, you can you can listen to it. You can share it. There's, there's no sign-ups, re you know, required. Um, the only thing that it requires is for you to to take that time for yourself. And if we're a good entertainment for an hour or so, then that's then that's awesome. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be blamed for that. <laughs> me too. Me too. What changes are awaiting us, Jonathan? Uh, I don't want to give it away because I'm quite excited about it. But it's it's literally everything that we've been talking about our own evolution and following our passion and and taking the, this podcasts almost as a testament to that to to the next level because obviously it's it's being listened to um we get great feedback about it um so we're gonna skip one episode next week uh, we're gonna skip a week yeah yeah just to regroup and uh and implement all the wonderful uh, surprises we have in store for you and then we will be going live on the 16th yeah with the new season and the new and improved podcast and yeah how it's going to be improved and how we're going to add an extra magic sauce we're not going to tell you no so you have to just tune in maybe we'll we will give you a hint on thursday the 15th maybe yeah that we'll that give week them a just nugget. look out just look out for some uh, announcements that are coming know that we're busy with preparing awesomeness and even though you know we might not be so super present on social media at the moment um it is something that, you know, we are passionate about preparing properly rather than just throwing something over the fence. Um, keep sharing the joy, keep sharing and keep keep sharing yourself with other people. Find other other crazy mofos that um, <laughs> that embrace their flaws and imperfections and that other other rebels in this path and just uh, just you know make, Ooh, make like it rebels. a party uh, make it a party together yeah make it a party exactly um until we're back of course you can watch rude awakening the documentary um <laughs> probably uh, a good idea to watch it again if you haven't watched it in a while it's a gift that keeps on giving there's always like every time I watch it, there's there's new layers, even even to us making it. How many or, times have you watched it, Jonathan? Jesus, more than Star Wars by this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please please share also the documentary and share maybe the um, the bonus material version. Um, a lot more insights in there just to keep you entertained. Uh, we are making this podcast also available for free, like I said. If you feel inclined, if you feel inspired by it, and if it adds something to your journey, we are very, very, very grateful to receive um, 
a donation, uh, a recommendation, whatever you can give freely. If you go to our website, uh, rudeawakening-film.com, there is a donate button. Um, it helps us keep this format alive and keeps us um, a little bit afloat with the changes that we're making. Um, after all, this is a true passion project for Jonathan and me. And we're also allowing in the abundance of um, making this durable for us. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we plan to do this for quite a while. Yeah. It kind of surprised us how, how like how we actually kept it up like every week. And uh, yeah. And uh, the continuity of it, uh, even even using the podcast as our own mirror and having you guys as a witness, is, it's been very, very special. So uh, it really is the next step after Root Awakening. So uh, we really yeah. thank you and honor you for, uh, for adding your energy to this. Yeah, and walking the talk. Oof, yeah. Hats off to everybody out there. <laughs> Be well, have a beautiful weekend, and uh, we'll hear you very soon. Bye. Bye-bye.